So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... uh. And dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. Good morning. We are in this quiet apartment or seemingly quiet apartment of my, um, where I'm recording this episode of the Earnest Thoughts podcast because I have to, I'm home alone so I can do that. I don't got to be outside or whatever. <laughs> what up, y'all? Mayor Ernest. You love Ernest and God. Different name back again with another episode on the Earnest Thoughts podcast. So let's get right into it by the way if you do hear some loud sound that i'm gonna make myself look foolish here but it wouldn't be the first time i made myself look foolish on my podcast or sound foolish on my podcast it sound goes like what it go like or something like that listen it's morning so my vocal box is not (laughs) I'm still waiting on my water to cool down. And yes, I, I boil tap water before I drink it. I don't have any more gallons of water. So, got to get my water somewhere, right? I don't have a water well just sitting on the side of my apartment. I don't have no natural glaciers just sitting around. I don't have all that luxury stuff you might be having, you know? I do got to get a water filter, though. But anyways, that's that's all my doings. So let's get into the episode. Uh, first topic I want to discuss is the Democrats losing as we all suspected it to be. We all meaning people who have been telling individuals that <clears throat> if you all continue to vote for the Democrats, um, or let me not even get on the people right at this instance. Let me get on the Democrats. What we've been telling the Democrats is if you all continuously not do for people and you just rely on votes and you don't do a goddamn thing, you're going to lose. More people are going to wake up. More people are going to listen to Ernest on the Ernest Thoughts podcast. More people are going to listen to what Ice Cube was saying. More people are going to listen to other podcasters, other people in their life in general. For what they've been saying about the Democrats and more and more people aren't, it's not even just the fact that they're going to listen to 
what other people are saying about the Democrats, they're going to see it for themselves. They're going to see the lack of integrity the Democrats have. Um, They're going to see the lies that the Democrats spew on a yearly basis, but especially during election times, whether it be uh, local elections, whether it be, you know, the presidential election. The lack of lies in broken promethith promethith that they make every single year. And people are going to be more exposed to that. Now, you have those who, I didn't see it go that way this time, but I remember back in the day. And when I say back in the day, I'm pro- I'm talking four years ago or in, even prior. You have morons that was like, you know what? I don't trust the Democrats, and to spite them, I'm going to vote Republican. Although I don't like the Republicans either, which is stupid as fuck, uh, if you ask me. Then you had those who said, you know what? I don't trust the Democrats. I don't like them. Let me see what the Republicans are doing. And then they go over and they figure out the Republicans are just as bad, or they for some reason, like it over there. I'm not, that's their reasons. I can't tell you why. You know, that's not something I did, so I can't really tell you the mindset of someone who switched from a Democrat voting to a Republican. That's not what I did. I can tell, I will tell y'all my history uh, as a voter, right? I was primarily Democrat, and then I switched to Independent. I didn't go, you know, from left to right or whatever. I went from, and then it went from pretty much me voting all Democrat to voting primarily green and third party. Uh, A few libertarians and stuff, probably like one or two. But most of the people I've, I've voted for, no matter the election, were either green party or they were independents, right? Never voted for a Republican on anything. So that's not me bragging. That's just me giving my voting history. I'm not going to name names of who I voted for and stuff. Um, but just giving you all my voting breakdown history starting from the age of 18 to, you know, let me say 29 because I'm 30 years old. I just turned 30 years old and I haven't had to vote for anything yet at 30 or anyone yet at 30 years old because ain't no elections going on to my knowledge here in North Carolina you know unless they coming up or whatever so there's that um but Democrats lost in Virginia they lost um they, they I guess people are they feel as though a lot of these Fake progressives feel as though they have to keep their mouth shut because they lost to a black woman who, you know, is a Republican or whatever. Um, Either or, you lost not because the Republicans out-represented you in the department of people of color. They didn't out-people of color you. That's not why. This is another classic case of Less people, it wasn't more so the Republicans got more votes. It was (laughs) the Democrats got less votes. 
Now, yeah, technically, if someone gets less votes than the other, then yeah, that means the other person got more votes. What I'm saying is, it wasn't like there was this surge. You can look up the numbers. It wasn't like there was this big-ass surge of Republican voters. They, they got around the same amount of votes that they typically get from white women, white men, you know, the, the, same, the demographics that they get. You know what I'm saying? They got literally these pretty much around the same amount percentage wise that they typically get. So that's what I'm saying. It wasn't like this big ass surge and they just were they was going forward with the votes. Nah, that wasn't it. Nah, it was there was people who lost faith, people just like me out in Virginia who lost faith in the Democrats and they said, you know what? I'm not voting. You have people vocally say that. This side sucks. The other side sucks. What's the point of me even voting? Getting up, waiting in line, all this other shit. They don't do shit for me. Now, when I say people just like me, I'm not saying someone who who abstains from voting or votes down ballot or whatever. I don't, I'm not going to advise against that. I think those are two uh, methods that all obviously send the message. That's not something I typically do because I like to practice. Uh, I like voting. I'm just going to put it that way. I was going to try to make it sound all extra proper. And I like to practice my right to vote. I like voting people. Now, of course, I hate long lines. Of course, I hate long lines. I hate crowds of individuals, all of that. But I don't know. Every time I go to vote, maybe it's just because I love space. I love expressing my thoughts and opinions. And voting is a form of expressing your thought and opinion. If you're not a sheep, let me put it that way. If you're a sheep, you go to voting and you vote the way that your family votes. You vote the way that you feel as though your people Bless me. Your people have to vote. But when you're a person who thinks for themselves and a person who, dare I say this term, I know a lot of people are going to be turned off by it, but free thinker. Being a free thinker, no matter what stereotypes individuals might attach to that term, It's not going to take away the original meaning of that term or that phrase, free thinker. But it's, it's, it's usually people who aren't free thinkers trying to use that phrase as an insult to people who are free thinkers. And yes, I am blowing my nose. You get the raw deal over here. I'm not editing out a goddamn thing. You want to know if I'm a person or not? I sneeze. I blow my nose. And most importantly, I think for myself. So, with that being said, there was a lot of people who thought for themselves or a lot of people who and when I say if someone who thinks for themselves, it's, I'm not saying people who don't, who aren't influenced by, like their thoughts aren't influenced 
by anybody else or whatever. People can have an influence on your thoughts. People have influences on how I think and the way I shape my opinion on things, this, that, and the third. I didn't just come up with my all of my opinions on my own. It was it takes experience, it takes listening. And then from those two things, I start to think about how I how how I feel about whatever I am stating my opinion on, and therefore I make my opinion going forward from it. But it was people out in Virginia who primarily or possibly primarily a vote Democrat. It was like, I'm sick. I'm sick of what they have not been doing for us. Look at us. Now we can get on this whole aspect of, but Virginians aren't better under her. It's worse and I mean, it's Virginia. They always vote against their best interests. Let's keep it buck. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the beautiful people out in Virginia, but at the same time, you, you got some idiot voters over there. But I'm not saying that North Carolina is e- even better, because probably not. Anyways, um, but I, I, again, I don't want to make this about the people per se, you know, or attacking in quotation marks the people. Because I do that on a daily, uh, you know, pretty much on a daily anyways, <laughs> on social media, uh, reminding people how dumb their vote is when Trump was in office, reminding Trump of, uh, voters how dumb they are for voting for this man. And now that he's out the office and this idiot's in the office, reminding people of how dumb their vote is, how, reminding people how dumb they are for voting for uh, uh, Kamala Harris as well. You know, but I want to make this more so a message to the Democrats. And of course, to warn the people again, um, this is what happens. This is what happens when a group of individuals. Now, I see them touting this infrastructure bill around this one point two. See, we're doing something. We're doing something, y'all. This is the response that you see them do. When they get losses, when they feel a bit threatened, that they're going to continue to lose. The reason why they haven't done shit for a long time is because, and this is going back to the voters voting against their against their best interests. You have people in Virginia, you have people all over the country. This is this isn't. Let's attack Virginians. Nah, you have people all over the country who voted Democrat and Democrats ain't do a goddamn thing for those people. You have people in my home state of Massachusetts doing the same thing every single time. And I'm pretty sure that's not going to change. Sadly. You got people here in North Carolina. You got people all over, like I said, all over the country who vote Democrat and Republican and vote against their best interests. But you cannot expect anybody to hell with a political group right now. You cannot expect anybody who is evil and abusive and maniacal and manipulative and all the other big words that I can pronounce this morning. 
apparently. Um, you can't expect someone to not be that when you continuously give them something, give, 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 give them something and get nothing in return. How do you expect anybody who's straight up just evil, how do you expect them to react to it? Do you really think they're going to go back and say, you know what, for 50 plus years, they've been giving to me and we haven't been giving them a god dang on thing at all. No, they're going to see, wow. They're going to say, wow. <laughs> we could do a lot more for these people and we don't. And they continue to give us their loyalty Meanwhile, we don't give them shit. You know, the same speech Barack Obama was pretty much trying to get Virginians to riled up on. Hey, 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 don't, don't, never mind the shit that I didn't do for y'all within the eight years, black voters or anybody else. Never mind the shit I didn't do for y'all. You got to vote Democrat, blue no matter who, because remember Donald Trump? And like I said, they still going to keep on this tactic. I said this, you can go listen to older episodes, that even after Trump, they're still going to use him as the boogeyman. And that was one of the worst things to happen when Trump got into office was it gave the Democrats yet another bullshit excuse for them not to do anything. But Trump, but Trump. That's how Hillary was running. That's what she was running on. Hey, don't question me and my integrity and my political history. Look at that guy. Isn't he so damn bad? But we all know the story. Trump pretty much got free promo from Hillary and the Democratic Party. More people got exposed to him. She didn't campaign in key states that she possibly could have won over. Had she gone and talked to the people because she just called them deplorables and shit like that. Again, these are this is the democratic mind state. She's just bold enough to say and arrogant enough to say, yo, this is how I think and this is how my peers in this party think. The rest of them will hide it. And they're not going to check her on it. They're not going to be like, Hillary, you're saying the quiet parts out loud. Because she's got, she's got that clout, for lack of a better word. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, to, to sound hip and cool. But no, she's got that clout within the Democrats to where they're not going to check her for ex exposing how they truly think. They're just going to act like they don't think that way. Hell, they're going to act like she never said what she said. They'll probably behind the scenes be like, Hillary, we love you and everything, but... uh. Next time, if you decide to run, which she's not because that last election killed her fucking spirits. I kind of feel bad for her. You can tell she is someone who, especially after that speech, you could tell she was like, I can't believe I lost to the biggest buffoon in the history of buffoons. I, I, I'm defeated. I don't know what to do with my life right now. I'm just going to sit back and yeah. And be a white, rich white woman. <laughs> and that's what, that's what it is with her. That's what it is. You know? But, 
Democrats. <clears throat> this is kind of a ha ha you lost, but in in you know the 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 biggest takeaway I want y'all to take away, Democrat voters, Democrat politicians who might be listening to this, is y'all beat yourselves again. It wasn't like there was this big ass surge in Republican voters. Their numbers were pretty much around the same numbers that they get. So it wasn't like, where's this surge of Republican voters coming from? Let's blame black men. No, it was more people are realizing Democrats ain't shit. They don't do shit. They lied. And you niggas worship them. Shout the fun flex. But that's what's going on. That's what's going on. And. You know. They can't be upset at anybody. Anybody. Not the people of color. Who. They say they want to vote for, they they care about, not black folks, not the LGBT, not Virginians. They can't be mad at anybody but themselves. Because if you do for people, you keep up with your promises, you actually show that you're different from the Republicans, right? I am sure that you're going to get people who are enthusiastic about going to vote for you. Who who are who are gonna say, you know what, this line is long. You know what? I gotta I gotta take some time off of work or I might gotta, you know, all this other stuff. But you know what? These people actually have had my back. These people have actually done things for me. So I am going to do this one act. For, if this one act just means going to somewhere and putting my vote in, I'm going to do that. But you don't do anything to warrant that type of response Republic, um, Democrats or Republicans. But y'all don't do anything for the people to warrant that type of response. That mindset. So yeah. I, I'm not going to look at it. People would be like. Y'all are stupid. How come y'all didn't vote? Your ancestors staff for voting. No they fucking didn't. First of all. This dead this lie. Ice Cube said it. All these other individuals said it. I've been saying this. But I've been saying it again. Black folks. Our ancestors did not die. To vote. They were murdered for voting. Big difference between, and I said this last week, but I'll say it again since I'm already here. I just realized I said it last week. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting old. (laughs) Big difference between somebody going outside, leaving their house and saying, you know what? I'm going to do this action today. No matter what that action is. But then on their way of doing it, or they got caught doing whatever the action is, and then they ended up getting murdered for it. Nobody, nobody walked out their house. It was like, I'm going to die today, y'all. No, they was like, fuck that. I'm going to vote. 
Maybe some of them knew the consequences. Some of them probably didn't give a damn. But that's not dying for something. Maybe some of them thought, you know, they would, it wasn't going to happen to them. But that's not dying for something. Dying for something is literally going out and saying that I am willing. It's like what a suicide bomber does. Hate to put that example, but that's the clearest example I can give y'all. A suicide bomber is literally someone who is dying for whatever. You know, they hijack a plane. They strap themselves with bombs and stuff. And then they blow the bomb up, blow the plane up. They died for whatever reason they did that act for. These people was going out to vote. They wasn't going out to die. They're not suicide voters. That's exactly what y'all calling our ancestors. And that's really disrespectful. That's a lot more disrespectful than people not voting. Black people not voting and you claiming they're disrespecting the people who died because they went to go vote. No, you're calling those people suicide voters. That it's suicide for black people to get about the house, which ruins your point. Which ruins your point because you're you're saying these people they, 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 they it's suicide for black people to go out and vote. So then why get upset when black folks say, "Well, fine then, I'm staying in the house. I'm not going to vote today, or I'm just going to go to work then. I'm going to tend to whatever I was going to tend to anyways because I'm not trying to get, get I'm not trying to get killed today." Stupid, just stupid shit. Anyways, Democrats, I'm going to say this, but I doubt that you've learned. I hope this L open your eyes to something. Hopefully, at some point in time, you're actually going to want to do for your base. You're actually going to want to do for people in general. But again, I have zero faith that's going to happen. But I, if I didn't at least say that part, I'd be like, well, you know, this isn't, you didn't do as good as you should have done in this topic. So that's that. That's all I got to say. Um, you're still more to this podcast. So stay tuned. Sign up for my email list in the description box below and also get free consoling services what is a consoling services well you think of a counseling service where you would pay for a counselor and you would tell them your problems and you know they'll send some advice back to you or whatever well i'm doing something a little bit similar but i'm not a licensed counselor you know which is why it's free so you go down the description box below you can book yourself an appointment, either a 30-minute appointment where you just want to get things off your chest, your mind, and vent. You can do that for 30 minutes, or you can book a 90-minute appointment. And the 90-minute appointments are where you can get things off your chest, but also get some advice from me and my opinions and words of encouragement as well. So if this sounds like something that you are you would like to do, hit the description box below. And once again, please sign up for my email list because that's how you'll get news on other things that I'm doing in regarding to this podcast, regarding to the other things that I do outside of this podcast as well. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show.
All right, next topic we are discussing here. We're talking about Colin Kaepernick and uh, some sad news. <laughs> or unfortunate, you know, I guess. It's my opinion, of course, but just some unfortunate behavior that I've seen from Colin Kaepernick. Um, this is in relation to his Netflix show or special or whatever it is. It's one-time miniseries. I don't know what it is. Um, I did see a couple of episodes, literally probably like the last, you know, three episodes of this miniseries, right? I saw the first one and then I saw like the last few, right? I didn't watch the whole thing. Uh, but I did <clears throat> tune into, let me put it that way, <laughs> tune into uh, the last three episodes. And so I know how it ends. I know what it's like. Uh, and I'm just going to come out and flat out say this shit was cringy as fuck. This shit was bad, bro. This shit was terrible. This, this was not a good little miniseries. It did not make it left. A bad taste in my mouth. I mean, on one hand, I'm looking at Colin and I'm like, bro, I've supported you through, um, you know, what happened with the NFL and everything. You have my deepest support and everything and, and all that. Um, and you still have my, you know, sympathy for what happened, you know, because I do believe that... <clears throat> How he was railroaded out of the league was it was some shit. It was some BS. Uh, so it's no doubt in my mind. I'm not saying that what he was fighting for initially, we put it that way, what he was fighting for and what you know he was doing was something that I was against or whatever, or that I'm no longer supporting. Um, I'm still in support of all of that, but. When I see shit that I think is just downright fake or just cringy, uh, I can't, I'm not going to sit down and stay silent about it simply because of previous thoughts that I've had and these new thoughts do not coincide with the thoughts that I had before and that I still kind of have, you know, but this was terrible. And it's not even, I'm, this is not a full-length review or breakdown about the special. It was that on top of just how I see Colin Kaepernick behaving right now. Hence why I got, I call this uh, topic here, Colin Kaepernick or Colin Cap the New Black. Because this is some new black type of behavior right here that I'm seeing from Colin Kaepernick. And I got new black vibes <laughs> While tuning in to the last three episodes of this miniseries, show, special, documentary, biopic, whatever, right? I got that those vibes watching it. And then just seeing how he acts and all that via this whatever it is. It just was like, yeah, you know what? I gotta I gotta talk about it. I got to say something about it. Um, now, again, this is not me saying that what he was fighting for, what he stood for, what happened to him, he deserved it, and all the other shit was, you know, uh, it was 
Fugazi and all that. No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying now is at this point in time, in 2021, or 2020, or 2019, whenever he filmed this thing, right? It just seems as though he is milking the, the what 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 I saw people use the term as is activist. Activist, you know, taking the term actor and activist, putting them together, activist. He's giving me those vibes too. I saw people say, you know, he is now an activist. Activists are individuals who act like they're activists, you know, whether they be actors themselves or whether they are simply people who might land acting jobs because they're now in the limelight and shit and all this other stuff, or they just are, like I said, acting like they're activists, acting like they are really down for the cause. When in actuality, you got corporations behind them who are capitalizing off of the pro-blackness that they are selling. You know, Colin Kaepernick, again, if anybody wanted to use that term to describe who he is at this moment in time, I will not disagree with you. I will not argue against that. Why I called him a new black, though, right? And for those who don't know what a new black is, well, there is, (laughs) it's kind of two definitions to it. I'll give y'all my definition, but before I give y'all my definition, and my definition isn't just something that I made up. It's something that a lot of individuals who use new black as a term to insult new blacks is, uh, is the same definition, but I'll give y'all Pharrell Williams's definition first. Cause he's the one who I believe he coined the term. So he wasn't using it as an insult. He was using it as a way to praise black folks who are for lack of better wording, or to paraphrase, and I mean put it that way, uh, black folks who live this alternative lifestyle, you know, we are not like the other black people. We don't listen to the same black music. We don't dress the same as black folks. We don't do things like that. Like the old blacks or those blacks. We're a different kind of black. We are a new black. That's what Pharrell was saying, pretty much, when he coined that term a long, 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 a couple years ago. I won't say a long, long, long time ago, but it was, you know, some time ago where he made those comments. We, as in real pro-blacks and, you know, people who just, even if you don't call yourself a pro-black, you you heard those comments and you read those statements made by Pharrell, Pharrell, and you're like, this is the corniest shit I've ever heard. We took that term new black and now we use it as an insult to pretty much talk about black people and we use it toward black people who just discovered that they were black back in 2012. Anywhere between the years of 2012, maybe even 2008. When Barack Obama first became president, that's when people wanted to celebrate how black they were. There's a lot of new blacks out here who 
for all their life they were afraid they were ashamed to even admit they were black or they just went about life not thinking about it or at all or whatever but now all of a sudden since it's cool in their eyes and the people around them since blackness is, has been has been monetized but is being monetized at this moment now it's the cool thing to be. Now now, now you got these people who want to act in ways that they feel as though they have to act. Because that's how black people act. They have to, they have to listen to certain music. They have to eat certain things. They have to go to an HBCU or rep an HBCU because that's what black people do. They have to... Do all this other stuff, these categorizations. They got to watch these TV shows. They got to, again, listen to this type of music. They have to vote a certain way. Now, you're probably thinking, well, black people have always had those stereotypes in, uh, you know, put on them where we're treated as if we're a monolith. And that's true, but where the two over uh, don't overlap is you got the new blacks. Again, people who, me, when I say that, I'm talking about people who primarily didn't necessarily celebrate their blackness until, like, like I said, anywhere between 2008, 2012, and even later. Um, those individuals, and now they feel as though to make up for all this lost time of being black, even though they were, they've been black all their life, they have to now go around and be a walking, talking stereotype, or they have to look for examples of what black people do. And then they, instead of being that naturally, they force themselves to be that way because, oh, I'm black and this is what black people do. So I got to do this thing because I want to show the world that I'm black and that's the cool thing now. That's Those people are the people I'm talking about when I say that. Now, people who are naturally into the music that they're into, into trash reality TV shows, into whatever. I'm talking about the people who forcibly live their life. They know you can look at these people because I, I, I know I know new blacks. These I'm not going to name names, but I know people who are straight up new blacks. People, when I look at them and I'm like, I can tell even if I didn't know you back then, I can tell you're someone who is black, but you never really cared or thought about being black. You probably was ashamed of it. Until it became cool, in quotation marks, via social media, mainstream media, and all this other shit. Now, all of a sudden, you are partaking in activities and interests and claiming this is what you're into. When And it's like, you're, I, I just don't feel it. I just don't feel it. How this all relates to Colin Kaepernick, look at this dude. Look at this dude. In a documentary, and I know there's the clip that's going around where... He compared the uh, NFL 
combine, you know, tryouts and all that stuff to a slave auction. He's absolutely right. Let me get, let's get it straight. It's not even just the NFL. It's the NBA. It's a lot of these sports combine things. It, 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 it's very slave auction-y, you know? If you were to ever look at these things, it's very, very slave auction-y. But Colin, you're the same dude just a few years ago. Put on your own little auction show for yourself to show the, the, the owners of the NFL that you still got it. That you can still run, you can still throw, you can still play. So what happened between a couple years ago and then this documentary? What happened the first time when you went to the NFL? Now, I'm not saying athletes can't change their minds. I'm not saying people in general cannot change their mind and way of thinking. What I'm saying is it seems as though people can call it bitterness, but it seems as though he won this settlement and now he is acting as if though he wasn't just trying to get in into the club. He's like dissing the club and 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 doing whatever he can to talk. And I, I'm not defending the NFL. I, I love it when people talk shit about the NFL. All these institutions, especially even the ones that I like, like the NBA. If people were to come out and say something against it, I'm I'm always trying to listen to to other people's opinions on things uh, because these are people who actually experience firsthand. Me, you, and anybody else who is just a fan, we need to shut up during those the, during those situations because we do not know. And sure, people can lie. People can lie about their experiences somewhere. People do lie about their experiences somewhere to trash a company because they didn't get what they want from this situation and therefore they're bitter. So they're going to try to tarnish the name of a company. I'm not saying that's what uh, Colin Kaepernick is doing with the NFL because I believe, again, I believe the things that he was saying is true. I believe the things he's saying about them are true now. But I don't think he's genuine anymore in this fight. I don't think it has zero to it has anything to do with him wanting better for <clears throat> the black athletes within the NFL and race relations to improve. I think a lot of it is very self-centered now. It's this persona he takes on. He dresses like he's a Black Panther. He wears the afro now. He, You can catch him in daishikis if he's not all Black Panthered up. Now he's taking on this actions and this mindset of, this is what it means to be a strong Black man. And now I gotta act this way and talk this way and have these mindsets. And it's like, even in his, and that's the crazy thing. You can watch this man's miniseries and see that that is not where his mind, <laughs> he, he didn't grow up that way. And again, people are individuals. Even when we're older and stuff, we, we take on personalities. We, we take on, we become who we become, right? Ain't no predicting how someone could become. But I'm saying this man grew up 
pretty much, for the most part, a white boy. Yeah, there are glimpsing moments where he is reminded that he is half black. But he pretty much grew up a rich white boy. Now, that's not to say, again, that shut up, Carla Kaepernick. You're half white and you can't talk about what it is to deal with racism because he clearly did deal with racism as someone who is half black and half white. So he has just as much to talk about his his experiences with racism as I do as someone who is black on both sides. I share my experiences. He shares his. None of us should be shut down for the for 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 speaking about it. <clears throat> but I didn't just out discovered I was black when a business decided they wanted to railroad me because they couldn't have someone black in a high position or whatever the case or because I took a political stance and they didn't like that. I've always knew that I was black. I've always celebrated my blackness even before it was the cool thing to do, right? And people who typically have been celebrating their blackness for longer than 2008 and 12 and all that stuff, they typically be called hoteps. So it's just this weird thing <clears throat> that social media does. It's like, if you're celebrating your blackness, it's only cool if you've done it between the years of 2008 to now, 2021. If you did it before then, if you were loving your blackness before then, you're a hotep and ill, you're toxic and all this other shit. So, Colin Kaepernick, he, he gave me new black vibes. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it, it hurts me to say, but it's, it's, I see right through the act. It's, it's, not saying that, again, I'm not saying that <clears throat> the man is lying about dealing with racism. I'm not saying he's lying about the NFL. I believe that he went through all of that. But I believe he's at this point in his life now where he is, you know, acting like he is still, you know, uh, like he's, he's, I don't think, uh, although football is something he really likes and stuff, and he says that, I think he's more so focused on now is the persona that he's got now, what he's known for now. And that's okay if he doesn't want to, you know, because football, I mean, you put your body on the line and shit, hell, if you tell me, if you were like, you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions, perhaps, playing this sport that you love playing, but it is very physically demanding compared to having a mini series on Netflix and doing commercials and getting sponsored by Nike to just say racism is bad. And I dealt with racism and 
it is okay to be black. <laughs> I'm going to go that route as well. But my thing is, and then you would know this if you're really in tune with your blackness, where's your soul at? What is your soul saying about what you're doing right now? Not these people in your ear and all this other shit. What is your soul saying about it? If it sits right in your spirit, in your soul, then that's how you know you're doing the right thing. But if you got to put on a front, if you got to dress a certain way, if you got to say these things, knowing damn well they contradict your past behavior. And when I say past behavior, I mean as far back as probably two years ago. Because when, when did he make that video? What was that? Wasn't that back in like 2019? I might be mistaken, but I know it was in the high 20, 20 teens, right? This wasn't something he did back in 2004, no. This was back in like, I'm going to say as far back as 17 maybe, or 18, but 17, 18. I don't know, that was some, some years ago, as I stated, but... And people do change over there. I've changed my mind on certain things from 2017 and, and 18 and 19. And even last year. But it's just as though you kept on this persona for so, 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 so long. Um, and at this point now, it's like we can tell. And when I say we, I mean me. Maybe you as well. I can tell when somebody is being coached by a corporation, being pushed by a corporation to say these things. It doesn't sound like what I'm uh, with all this. It just doesn't sound like calling is actually saying what calling feels and what calling thinks. I think that he is being again. You got corporations who are like, yes, talk about this. Yes, do this. Talk about that calling. And maybe he feels empowered to say these things because he's got white people behind him saying, yes, talk about it. But it's not necessarily you actually saying these things out of your mouth. You're being paid to say them. And there's a, yeah, I know people going to be like, well, you be paid to say the things you say on the podcast. Eh, oh, oh. First of all, I don't. <laughs> None of y'all motherfuckers are paying me. I, I don't got ads on. Well, I, I, the ads that I have are, again, my ads. And I don't pay for my own ad placement. So that's number one. I don't got other people's ads anymore. So if you want ad placement on here, I am always willing to replace uh, my ads with your ads. But it comes with a payment. I can do my own ad placement on my own podcast for free because it's my podcast. And it's my ad, obviously. But if you want to advertise on this podcast, come up. It's not going to be a lot of money, but you're going to have to come up out of pocket. But what I'm saying is, and I do reach out to, you know, sponsors and try to get things and stuff. But they can't buy my voice. They can't buy my voice and say, okay, we want to co-opt what you're doing right now. And we want you to say these things this way. Because, again, the, the 
the narrative from calling, from my standpoint, it went from the NFL is this, that, and the third, and we need to expose this to it's okay to be black, and this is what it means to be black. From someone who is half black for someone who just discovered they were black as soon as the NFL said, shut your black ass up. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't sit right with me. That is not something that I'm going to sit here and say, yo. Again, fucked up what happened to him. But just because that was the moment you realized you were a black man. And I know he in a documentary he says there was it was earlier, but I I think the NFL was the defining moment. I honestly do think. I think that much like every other story that can be told, especially by the individual who's telling the story, they can make up some certain situations to make it seem as though to, to fit whatever narrative they want to push. I'm not saying Colin did that in his miniseries, but I'm also saying he didn't do this in his miniseries. I'm not taking a side either or because I don't know him personally. I think that people who do know him personally, the people that were in those situations, can, uh, their opinion obviously means more than mine about those situations. They can attest to those, or they can deny and say, that's not what happened. I wouldn't be surprised. Either way, if someone did come out and say, this is what actually happened, or this did happen this way, I wouldn't question it. I would say they know them, they were there, this is, then I'll take it at face value. And at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter to me because my black ass is still going to be treated the way that I am. The NFL is still going to view black athletes the way that they have been viewing black athletes. Um, Part of me is like, well, Colin Kaepernick kind of abandoned his original, um, I guess his original fight which, again, was against the NFL, but, again, maybe the court proceedings and all that said you cannot continue to bash the NFL and make them look bad anymore. Maybe a lot of the reason why he took the settlement was because a lot of his, quote-unquote, brothers within the NFL turned their backs on him, so he's like, fuck it. I can see... I can see that being, you know... A reason as to why Colin was like, let me just take this money because these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about me anyways. They turn their backs on me. They scared pussy asses. So, fuck it. I'm going this route. I can see where things have... I can see where the shift is going. And I can see where there's a possibility as to why the shift went the way that it did. All I'm saying as a viewer and as a supporter still that... I don't like the moves that are being made now. Do I think there's something funny style about the moves that are being made now? That's all I'm saying. Again, to reiterate, I'm not saying that he's a liar. I'm not saying I'm against him and and, and, uh, I'm not even against celebrating the whole blackness thing. My big annoyance with new blacks is... You talking to a motherfucker who been knew how black, how beautiful blackness is prior to 2008, prior to what happened with Trayvon Martin in 2012, prior to all of that. And y'all was 
saying that we were too militant, we were hoteps, we were, you still calling us hoteps, but you, we were too militant, we were too this, we were too divisive, this, that, and the fucking third. And these are things that you still say we are due to too much of or too black. But at, at the same time, once again, all it takes is a bunch of white people to say you should celebrate your blackness and then it's, oh my God, I should. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird to me. But uh, that's just my thoughts on that situation. Y'all let me know your thoughts. We'll, we do have another topic, one last topic, so stay tuned. All right, last topic here, and we're talking about Aaron Rodgers for sure. Yeah, you gotta be crazy if you thought I was gonna skip this one. Um, you know, not talking about his play on the field or whatever, just him lying about being vaccinated. And the vitriol one person got and the handled with, you know, uh, I'm just disappointed, man. This type of, you know, reaction that Aaron Rodgers got from one particular man, Stephen A. Smith. We're just talking about his response because I have seen some people, not all, but some people come out and say Aaron Rodgers is a liar, this, that, and the third. But I still think the smoke is different. And this is what my dude Jay Williams have been saying as well. There go that sound I was telling y'all about. <laughs> coin to ply. So they're not paying me to do this. Um, but uh, let me put the volume down real quick. Because it's going to make another sound. I don't know if y'all going to like that sound or not. But pretty much it's one of the apps that I use to gain cryptocurrency right i don't buy cryptocurrency i use various apps to you know whatever you want to call it mine it gain it whatever it is that's how i get my cryptocurrency coin to apply is one of those platforms uh, that i use it i have a youtube channel dedicated to just the various <clears throat> money making apps and websites that i use to make some money and cryptocurrency on the side if you're interested in that, let me know. And I'll definitely leave that. I'll inbox you that channel name or whatever. Um, but it's called Slow Grind Easy. Easy is spelled E-Z. Not easy like the word. But Slow Grind and everything else is spelled the way it's supposed to be. But you can look it up on YouTube. Search it up. Subscribe there. Um, I'll do videos like pretty much weekly again apps and websites and stuff where what I use to gain a little bit of money on the side help out with things and again I've just started well I've been with Cointiply for a few months now but I'm you know trying to dabble more so into cryptocurrency because maybe I'll do a, a damn episode on it um not you know a whole topic but just um Sorry, I'm typing something. You you gotta type in this damn security code. But uh <laughs> maybe and then now I'm on the other platform that I use called uh 
Doge tricks for those who know about Dogecoin and stuff. It's another platform where you can get well, this cryptocurrency is Doge. You know, you can get some Doge and stuff. So again, I'll just hit me up and I'll further discuss more of this. And again, I'll probably do an episode talking about that. But I wanted to play these two clips. So this first clip, now that we're on to the topic at hand, this first clip, you're going to hear Stephen A. Smith. You're going to hear other voices as well. I'm not going to play the entirety of this first clip. The second clip, I will play the entirety of. Hopefully, I don't get flagged for nothing. But pretty much this first clip is... Stephen A. Smith's response, you will hear how soft it is in tone, how soft it is compared to the, again, the aggression he had for Kyrie Irving. So let me put the microphone phone here. Hopefully y'all can hear something. Um, hear this loud enough. Let me press play. I'm on YouTube, by the way, so hopefully no ads pop up in the middle of this shit, but let's go. But we all know where I stand with Aaron Rodgers. I'm the one that coined the phrase, he's a bad man, because he is. Um, I think as a talent, uh, one could easily say he's the greatest talent um, at the position. I know this. This is one of the hardest days I've ever had because I got that much love for this brother as a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers looks very bad today for all the wrong reasons. Aaron Rodgers is a liar, period. He lied through his teeth with a smirk on his face and regarding a matter that is very, very serious. Now, I'm not going to get into vaccination or unvaccinated because everybody's got their theories and their views or whatever. I'm double vaccinated. Um, it's something that obviously I've taken a position after going to an ICU unit and seeing a whole bunch of black folks in there and how it was disproportionately affecting the black community. I've talked about that story and I've told that story, but I've also been uh, receiving calls over the last few weeks, particularly revolving Kyrie Irving and others, where you've got people that have made very potent cases uh, um, in reverse. Got all of that. Not trying to go there. This is not about Aaron Rodgers being vaccinated or unvaccinated. This is about Aaron Rodgers looking at reporters and looking into the cameras with a smirk on his face and telling a bald face lie. Period. And that's where this is bad. Because when you are considered a liar, okay, you lied about that. So what else did you lie about? Lie about Gutekinds? You lied about what was going on with the Green Bay Packers? What else you been lying about? Because you did it with such ease, such fluidity. I mean, I'm saying, I mean, it was just it was just very, very impressive. And it was slick as hell. Yeah, I mean, you know. You take the Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, all right? According to the NFL, that means you're not considered vaccinated. You knew this, but never said anything. The Packers are culpable, too, because they knew it. And you were still addressing the media without wearing a mask. You weren't following NFL protocols. I heard somebody on the radio, I think, talking about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is not vaccinated. We all know this. He's got a mask when he's on the sidelines. He's got a mask when he goes on the field. And, and he's greeting other players. He's got a mask when he's addressing the media, etc. So Carson Wentz was following protocol. As a football player, understanding NFL guidelines, but recognizing the fact that he didn't want to get vaccinated. So as a result, this is what he did. 
Aaron Rodgers wanted the best of both worlds. He didn't want to follow the protocol, but at the same time, he didn't tell everybody that he was required to follow the protocol because he gave the impression that he was vaccinated. I don't like sitting here and saying that. I love me some Aaron Rodgers. Everybody knows that. I religiously and continuously throughout the years, Molly, you can attest to this, has come to this man's defense time and time and time again. But you lied. And you were slick with it. Well, he wanted people to believe that he was vaccinated. That's lying. That's 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 what I do think that's interesting. He's lying and that's what... So he clearly doesn't feel that good about his decision. But that's he could have just owned it. Or or not answered it. But the fact that he didn't own it speaks to his character exactly. and it's not going to stop at this all right so that is the halfway mark I've, I've watched both clips by the way in full and i'll have them in the description box below so if you want to check them out for yourself um be my guest it will be there at your leisure um but i just after this point i didn't think it was important enough for me to make the points that i want to make so like i said there is another clip as well that I'm going to play. This one I'm going to play in full. This is the response that I was looking for um, from Stephen A. Smith to the clip that you may have seen going around Jay Williams' side and how he pretty much questioned why... Um, why he had, why he being Stephen A had so much smoke for Kyrie, but not Aaron Rodgers. So I'm clicking on it just to let y'all know an ad might play. Uh, so let me mute this thing right now because I ain't trying to get nobody's ad. Okay. Is this an ad? Yes, it is. All right. So it's on mute right now. It's an unskippable ad. Hold on. What is this? I clicked on it. Hold on. This better be. Hold on. Listen, y'all. Okay, this is an ad. (laughs) Unskippable one. It was looking real fishy right now. All right. So I'm going to let this ad run. Hopefully it doesn't double add me. Okay, now let me turn the volume back up. And... Let's press play. Once again, this is Stephen A. responding to Jay Williams' comments and stuff. This one I'm going to play in full um, because I really want to respond to this one for sure. Um, And Jay Williams' comments, is he he shared the same sentiments that I'm telling you right now. Shared the same thing. Sentiments, pretty much word for word, almost. So, there's really no point in me playing the clip. You can find that clip on ESPN as well, though. So we pick it up. Jay Williams still here with us. And we were talking about the double standard for Kyrie Irving versus Aaron Rodgers on their unvaccination status. Stephen A., we'll first start of, First of all, first of all, what I would say to my brother Jay, who I love, is this. You know what? You can stop being that damn sensitive when it comes to Kyrie Irving because you ain't, I, you, ain't got too much, you ain't got too much sympathy. You ain't got too much sympathy. And I'm going to tell you why. Nobody has let Aaron Rodgers off the hook. It just happened. It just happened. Mm -hmm. This is the first day we've all had an opportunity to talk about it. (laughs) And damn it, before he's had a chance to pass gas, we said, yo, you a liar. 
You know, and people are speculating, wait, we got to find out the protocols because it looks like you should be suspended. I mean, damn, it just happened. That's number one. And the heat ain't going to subside. They're going to come at Aaron Rodgers because all, millions of people are offended by what he tried to pull. Okay, that's number one. Number two, Kyrie Irving. Let's get back to him. Because you see, I'm getting sick of all of the noise about Kyrie Irving. He's thick. He, 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 the thick. I've never but called Kyrie Irving. I didn't say you come. did. I didn't say you did. Just like you wasn't talking about me. I'm not talking about you okay. directly. But yeah. There's a lot of people saying that. I'm sick of it. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of it. And here's the reason why. Kyrie is a showstopper. Kyrie's box office. Spectacular. Damn it, they miss him. Let's call it what it is. Brooklyn ain't the same without him. I've said before, and I said it again. They in Brooklyn because of him, which you know. And as a result, they had championship contenders. We all know. We talk about it. By the way, I, we gonna, you and I are going to talk about Golden State Warriors one day. I, I think the Warriors going to win it all. I think the Warriors going to win it all. But we'll talk about that another day. The one team that's going to stop him is Brooklyn with Kyrie. Without Kyrie, it's going to be a bigger challenge. Harden's got to play better. We know all of that. But you're possibly costing this team. Mm -hmm. Possibly costing this team. A team you put together. And the reason why I won't let you ignore history, I'm going to go back to last year. There was a riot at the U.S. Capitol. Kyrie used that as an excuse to take over two blocks. Man, when are we going to stop making excuses? I mean, this is ridiculous. There's a riot at the U.S. Capitol. You were working. I was working. You were on the air with me. Max was sitting right there. Everybody was working. This, business is business. You weren't at the riots. You weren't on Capitol Hill. Mm -hmm. Every damn time you turn around, there is an excuse for this man not to work. That is what I said. People have called me in defense of him. People who love him very dearly and respect him. And because I love and respect them, I laid off. But I also made sure to make it very, very clear to them. I mean what I say because I ain't talking about the vaccine. Because I, I understand. Listen, I have reservations about it. I took it. You had reservations about it. You took it. Millions of people. These The Nets had reservations about it. They took it. But he want to stand his ground. Respect. Okay. You have a right to do that. We can dislike it when you take into account the other things you did to put, to put things in place where people felt compelled to make these sacrifices because of the commitments that preceded all of this pandemic stuff. And so here we are once again, Kyrie doing things his way at the expense of other people. He's done it before. I understand this is an entirely different situation because you're putting something into your body, which is something that you've articulated to me. But I am saying to you, your point would be far more profound if there wasn't any, a history okay. Okay. of Kyrie Irving as That's a fair. backdrop to show this man finds multiple excuses not to fulfill his responsibilities. Can I get in there? Go ahead. Can I have a single shot? Sure. Can I request a single shot like you for a second? Sure. I want everybody to know Stephen A. Smith is the best in the game of television. He is the best in the game of television. I wanted to say that first off, S.A., because I watched you when you opened the show. I know who you are. I know when you get passionate about things. I know when you say things with conviction. Your star, your opening line of the show was, you know, Aaron Rodgers, my guy, man, and this, ah, you know, it's tough. It's my guy, he's, he's a liar. So it's not just what you say, because you did call him a liar, but, brother, how you say things matter. So when I hear you spit venom with energy and passion, and when I hear you say that hey, he's a liar, I wouldn't have said it like that. Because if I put myself in Stephen A. Smith's body, I would have said he looked people in the eye and he lied. He flat out lied. He said, yes, I am immunized. 
I am. And then I feel, you know, I understand people, those guys, not referring to himself as one of those guys, those guys. He was one of those guys. So that energy that you start a conversation with, it matters to people like me. Because, you know why? You set the tone for this network, for thousands of people that watch you. I think that's important. Can you understand that point? That's yes, one. Okay. Number yes, two, okay. on the Kyrie Irving stuff. Kyrie Irving didn't even say anything for the longest time. He didn't say anything. This man just disappeared. And every day, it was Kyrie this, Kyrie that, Kyrie this, Kyrie that. And I get it, when he finally spoke, he didn't have the right words. It didn't come out the right way. But damn, the intent was there. So now my thing is, when I'm watching this, and I'm watching all this other stuff happen, here I was, I watched a man that came out and flat out lied. <clears throat> with intent. Lied. This is how I feel. And I watched Kyrie kind of waver, go back and forth. I'm like, but man, we just chastised this dude for wavering. But this man is lying. And I just want to make sure we keep the same energy. That's all I ask for. I want the same, I want exponential energy, actually. I want more energy than what you gave Kyrie, because that's deserving of it. I just want to make sure you well, carry it. Well, you carry well, that well, torch, well, brother? Well, well, a couple you of, carry that torch. Well, well, a couple of things. Yeah, OK, fine. I carry the torch. So you know what? I'm a pretty damn good pro at this. I know you I are. Know what, I know what I'm doing. I just gave you your flowers. Let, let me say this to you. <clears throat> the video of Aaron Rodgers saying what he said, I saw at the moment we showed that to start off the show. Kyrie Irving, when we were talking about him, we can pull up the tape. You didn't see me get intense until you and I were arguing about it. I was very calm in stating my position about Kyrie Irving until you and I started arguing. Because you weren't on me. Let me finish. When you're going through your Stephen A-isms now. Time out. Time out. I'm giving you facts. I got tape. I'm saying the most intense I was was sitting across from you because you were waving the pom-poms to Kyrie. All right. That is the end of that clip. Once again, I will have both clips. Although you just heard the entirety of this clip. If you want to see for yourself, you want to comment on it as well. They're both YouTube clips. You can do so. Um, they will be in the description box below, as I've stated. Now, as far as my response to all of what's going on, just like how Jay Williams, just like how a lot of people, I want people to have, I want people to be either just as angry at, at Aaron Rodgers or be a lot angrier at Aaron at Ariana Grande's music, but no, Aaron Rodgers. I want them to be just uh, angrier or just as mad as they were with Kyrie, simply because, again, y'all are making the stance that people who are unvaccinated should be shamed for being unvaccinated. That's your stance you want to take? Cool. I think it's a dumb one, but that's the stance you, that's, that's the hill you want to die on. Go right ahead and die on that hill, all right? But keep the same energy for all all of everybody, whether it be people you're a fan of because you 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 can recognize their immense talent, whether it's people that you love, whether it's if you believe that everybody deserves to be treated a certain way because they made a decision with what they do or don't want with to be put into their body, then you need to keep that same energy for everybody who makes or doesn't make said decision. That's number one. Two, Stephen A. bringing up Kyrie's past of what well, he's always having excuses for why he doesn't play and he's all he's wishy washy, this that and the third. He's very temperamental. 
Kyrie does a ha- does indeed have 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 a history of doing that. But none of that shit got anything to do with what we're talking about right now. What's being discussed right now is the vaccination statuses between Kyrie Irving and Aaron Rodgers and how they are very similar, but one person got treated this way, the other person got treated with kid gloves. Let's keep it real. Aaron Rodgers is being treated with kid gloves. It's telling the kid that you should not, it's, it's bad to lie, but you're not telling that kid, you're telling the white kid who lied that it's bad to lie rather than telling the, you know, black kid who did something and admitted to doing something, but still treating them as if they are a criminal for doing it. The kid, the black kid admitted to stealing, right? He stole, he felt bad, he admitted to it. You still want to criminalize him. White kid lie. Lied about stealing something. You're, hey, I'm disappointing in your actions. And I dis- I'm disappointed in the fact that you lied about not stealing it. And we caught you in this lie. But you know what? You're young and going forward, we need you to understand that telling the truth and stealing and all this stuff, it's wrong. Again, black kid admits to it. You're a criminal, you're a thug. In fact, you're going to jail right now. You're going to juvenile. And you're going to be treated as a criminal for the rest of your life. And what that message sends off to that young kid is, damn, I should never tell the truth. I was... Raised that if I told the truth, no matter how wrong I did something, that it was supposed to be a good thing for me to tell the truth. It was supposed to be a good thing for me to say, to be honest about whatever and say, this is how I feel. or This is what I did. But instead, being honest got me treated this way while lying got this white person being treated this way. That message, that sends a message there. Again, if we're going to talk solely based on the the vaccination status of these two dudes, one man was honest about his status or at least honest about the questions he had about the vaccine and how he wants to go about uh, taking care of himself during this pandemic. Another person lied. Another man got a fake (laughs) pass. I don't, another person lied. Fake card and everything. Lied about his vaccination status. Then put on this act and said, you know what? These people who are unvaxxed, who are unvaccinated, I can understand their plight and stuff. That was, he was speaking about himself, of course. But he tried to play the... As Stephen A. said, say, he tried to, you know, play, ride the fence in some sense, you know, for, for paraphrasing what he was saying. But Stephen A., I don't care when you first heard about the news about Aaron Rodgers. I don't, know, I don't care how much of a fan you are of him. You could have still had the same amount of smoke. And again, he's claiming he didn't have the smoke for Kyrie until him and Jay Williams started arguing. Again, that shit didn't make sense to me because, again, if you're claiming that you did have a calm tone and manner toward Kyrie and your your uh, 
all this aggression was more so toward Jay Williams. How come you was calling Kyrie stupid? How come you was all this other stuff? You was calling him names. That's aggressive right there. That's aggression. You calling someone stupid, this, that, and the third, and saying all this other shit. That was toward Kyrie. Not saying that he should have called Jay Williams stupid and stuff like that, but you're claiming, oh no, I was calm. Calling someone stupid, even if you say it in a calm tone, it's pretty aggressive. It's pretty insulting. So don't try to, just like how Jay Williams said, I was thinking the same thing. Don't try with your Stephen A-isms. Don't try to swing it in a way. And I played that second clip in its entirety because I wanted y'all to understand how Stephen A get down from someone else who is who sees how he gets down, someone who works with him. Because I've been saying this is how he got down, but people can just be like, well, you know, you don't know him and stuff. And okay, I don't know him personally. I know from what I've seen. But here's someone who does know him personally, who does work with Stephen A. Smith, saying the exact same thing I've been saying about Stephen A. Smith. Not everything, but just enough to, to, to pretty much prove what I've been saying about him. People like Stephen A., who got all this smoke again for Kyrie, and they want to handle Aaron with kid gloves. Not saying that's everybody. Some people are doing it in a way where they are just going to say, Aaron Rodgers, you are a liar and you suck, man. <laughs> that's how hard they're going. It, it's you suck, man. You lied and you're a terrible person. Okay, those are pretty harsh things to say about somebody. Those are pretty mean things to say about somebody. Those are angry words to say towards somebody. But I've heard you say worse about Kyrie still. And I don't know these people go, why are you always bringing a race element into it? It's because motherfuckers like Stephen A. Smith, motherfuckers like y'all, who will treat white men differently, but have the nerve to say that black men and white men or black, uh, black men are the white men of the black community, some stupid ass shit like that, right? If that is the case, how come you didn't have the same type of, again, energy for Kyrie as with Aaron Rodgers? As I stated it, 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 moments ago with the example of the kid, one, uh, the, the kids who stole, right? The black kid and the white kid who stole. The black kid comes out and says, yeah, you know, I did this and I apologize for it and I feel bad for it. But then he's get, he's he was honest about the act that he did, and then he ends up still being punished for it. Meanwhile, the white kid lied about it, and the only reason why we found out or people found out about him stealing whatever he stole is because it was found in his room. You know what I'm saying? He didn't come out and say he only was exposed, and then after being exposed, that's when he couldn't lie anymore and say, hey, okay, fine, yeah, I did steal it. So he stole, he lied, he kept the lie going until he got caught. And then when he got caught, people still was like, well, you know, that's wrong of you to lie. It's wrong of you to do what you did. But you know what? In the future, now you know it's wrong. 
the honest individual is still being treated as treated like they they they're the public enemy number one. They're the reason why people are still dying of COVID. And again, I'm gonna go back to what Stephen A. was saying. All this idea of Kyrie giving up on his team and Kyrie, uh, you know, not pretty much being selfish. This is a situation where you are, again, asking people to put something in their body that they have, they might not trust. This is bigger than basketball at this point. It's bigger than football. It's bigger than any other work relation, period. Even if you're working at a fucking pizza shop and they decide that they want all of their employees vaccinated and people walk out and say, you know what, nah, or you got people who are honest and say, you know, no, I'm not, I'm not taking a vaccine. Sure, as I've stated plenty of times before on here, whatever that entity decides to do in handling the, the, the vaccinated status of an individual is totally up to them. I am not going to argue, I think it sucks, but I'm not going to argue that this job should not have a, if they got a standard of for their employees and they want people to follow that, and part of that standard is to be vaccinated, if that person still wants to work there, you're going to have to take that vaccine. You're not going to hear me argue against that. I don't think that it is totally right. But a private business, they got the right to do that. That's just my opinion. On the flip side, the person has the power to say, I'm not doing this. Therefore, I know the consequences and I'm going to go about things, doing things this way. Or fine, I just won't work here. Or fine, I just won't be able to, if you're an athlete or whatever, I just won't be able to perform or play or whatever. Because of this, that, and the third. I will wear my mask everywhere I go. Because it's saying that if you are not vaccinated, you have to do these things. Okay, I will follow these rules. As from what I've seen, there are plenty of unvaccinated people who are willing to do the things. Willing to still go out in public with their mask on. And still follow the rules. And still willing to be tested for covid as often as they are being asked to be tested because they just figured that is the easier route for them or that's the route that they're going to have to do in order to avoid getting a vaccine. The thing is, you can't bring up all this other stuff and then try to relate it to what's going on, Stephen A. Because he's, he's, all he's doing is is trying to Again, make it seem as though he, what he, how he treated Kyrie is right. And it has zero to do with the vaccination status. That's bullshit. Utter bullshit. Reason why he treated Kyrie the way he did. And the reason why he's looking at Aaron Rodgers the way he did. That he treated Aaron Rodgers the way he did. Has zero to do with the history of Aaron Rodgers as a teammate and Kyrie Irving as a teammate. 
zero to do with that. Absolutely nothing. He he can say, oh, it is because of Kyrie's history, and it's bullshit. Absolutely bullshit. Because I believe, if Ky, take away Kyrie's history, let's just say him and Aaron Rodgers had the same history, right? So Kyrie didn't have the quote-unquote fl flakiness that he has, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't super temperamental or whatever, right? The mood swings, right? He didn't have all of that. He was, you know, always there for his team and all this other stuff. And and this just happened to be the one time where he's like, you know what, team? I'm being selfish and I'm making a decision for me. Everyone else who decided to take the vaccine, even when they had reservations, they made that decision on their own. And my big thing is just allowing people to make the decision either way. But if you are going to decide something, you should then follow whatever rules or protocols that it entails. If the rules and protocol say that if you're unvaccinated, you still have to wear a mask and you have to get tested as, you know, these, this many times or whatever, or you have to limit your interactions with people and all this other stuff, then you have to follow those rules. It's either do that. Or get vaccinated. That's that's the world we living in right now. You know. And Aaron Rodgers didn't do that. Aaron Rodgers wanted the best of both worlds. Exactly what Stephen A. said. He wanted to live the life of someone who is unvaccinated. Which again, those people can still spread their coronavirus, get and spread the coronavirus. But okay. He wanted to live the life as someone who is vaccinated, let me put it that way, um, and not wear a mask everywhere he go. He wanted to interact with media, interact with people, and all this other stuff, maskless and all that. He wanted to do all of that. Okay. But he also didn't want to take the vaccine. Okay. Thing is, he lied. And you can never tell me that someone lying about doing something and someone telling the truth about doing something, the person who told the truth about it is far worse individual, even in whatever that action is. Well, I, I won't say whatever that action is, depending on the action, of course. But if someone told the truth about whatever that action is, even if it's the harshest thing, I still, a part of me is still going to be like at least... They told the truth. This person lied. And I think the person who lied, both of them, if it's a criminal uh, act, I think being unvaccinated is not a criminal act. So let's go with, you know, murder, right? You know, first degree or whatever, right? Some person admits to it. Fucked up, but at least they admit to it. Other person lied about it, did it, lied about it. I think the person who lied about it should be looked at a little worse than the individual who actually did the crime and was like, I turned themselves in. I'm not saying they should escape criticism. I'm not saying they should escape, they should be punished or whatever. All I'm saying is, 
if we are going to punish truth tellers, what message does that send? Also, if we are going to punish people who tell the truth, who are honest or whatever, and have a different reaction based on that person's race or whatever difference that that person clearly has to the liar, that also sends a message. And both these things send messages that society claims to be against. We don't want people to continue to be liars, yet you handle a liar this way and you handle a truth teller this way. We don't want racism to get in the way or race in general to get in the way of how people are treated, yet a black man was treated this way and a white man was treated this way. And again, I've seen people who've given smoke to both. But at the same time, that's not everybody. And that surely isn't Stephen A. Smith. Calling somebody a liar because you know damn well you couldn't just sit around and be silent about it. It's not the same as the aggression you had for Kyrie Irving. And don't give me an excuse of it's Kyrie's past. When, again, we're talking about the present. We're not talking about the past. We're talking about the present. Only correlation you can make is... If you're trying to argue that he's always making selfish decisions, again, you can argue that, but at the same time, you can't argue someone is making a selfish decision and at the same time say, I respect people's decision to <laughs> make whether they want to get vaccinated or not. You, you can't respect something, but then chastise that something. It's like the same people who try to argue they're not homophobic and they're this, that, and the third, and they respect people's choices, but then get all homophobic and wild when it comes to someone saying, okay, I'm deciding to live this life. No, you don't really respect it. And that's my thing with Stephen A. You really, you don't really respect the fact that Kyrie and other people who choose to not be vaccinated are unvaccinated. Right. You can break up how you have reservations. I don't want to give a dip. First of all, everyone who claimed they had reservations, like I said, weeks ago, are the same people who only had reservations because it seemed like it was people were calling it the Donald Trump vaccine. Right. You had people in tweets talk about some. I'm not putting anything that Trump, the, the Trump administrated administration, uh, you know, put out, which the vaccines that you're putting in your body now is of the Trump administration. Is just he's not in the White House anymore. They were catapulted when Trump was in office in 2020. So you did indeed put something <laughs> that was, you know, you did indeed put the quote unquote Trump vaccine in your body. It's just you think it's the Biden vaccine now when Biden wasn't the president when va the vaccines were being pushed and developed and all that other stuff, right? He wasn't. So I don't buy that whole, oh, well, I had my reservations and I took it and look at me, I'm fine. And I don't buy the whole, uh, I, the reservations had more to do 
with, in my opinion, had more to do with who was in office at the time rather than you, who, what's in the vaccine. You having reservations about the vaccine because you don't, you're, you're unclear of what's in the vaccine. Nah, I'm not buying that shit either. I look right through Stephen A and anybody else who've, who've made it clear that their opinion changes based off of a number of other things. Race being one of them. Gender could be another one. Who's in the White House could be another one. Or what political party is in the White House can be another one. The ingredients of the vaccine and what's in it and stuff and how it works and potency or whatever the case is did not change because the president's changed. This is not me saying, oh, anti-vax, anti-vax. I'm saying it's clearly, it, it, this is the same vaccine that was being put out. Maybe some, you know, studies here and there about other ones, and but it's the same vaccine that you claim you have reservations about because it was coming, it seemed to be coming out under a Donald Trump, or did come out during a Donald Trump presidency. But I already discussed that when I said if Trump was the president now, I said that a couple weeks ago, probably was last week. But if Trump was the president now, I don't think the vaccination numbers would be as high as they are. I really don't. Um, and I'm still sticking behind but behind that. But according to this topic, sticking on topic at hand, right? I can't get on Stephen A. Smith for switching topics and then I do it all the time. But the point is, I've addressed it many a times before. You're bringing up you're bringing up Kyrie's past, and I, again, he does have that history. I'm not saying Stephen A's lying about Kyrie taking a lot of selfish moments. I won't say there are moments where he gave up on the team. One can argue that, but he has a lot of selfish moments. But this is one of those moments to me. Anybody, Kyrie, Aaron Rodgers, anybody, if they said I don't want to take this vaccine. For whatever reasons, they don't even got to explain. At least be honest and real about it. You know, that's what I ask is, is at least be honest and real about it. If you're going to succumb to peer pressure and like Aaron Rodgers and lie. And again, that's a testament to his character. If you're going to succumb to all that, you're a grown ass man. And you're going to succumb to all of that. That's. That's that says more about who you are and how you feel about yourself rather than anything and anybody else. But that does not mean that everybody should follow that. That does not mean that other people should be dragged down because you made said decision to lie. Because you made the decision to not get the vaccine. Okay, that's cool. But then you had to lie about it. That says a lot about you and whoever else lied about getting a vaccine. It says a lot about their character. So. <sighs> Stephen A, quit the bullshit. I see right through it. And as much as I think Jay Williams wanted to call him out on it, because I still, I, I agree with Jay, but I think he was still trying to soften the blow a bit because that is his co-worker and... Stephen A is has his reputation for who he is. 
and it's business at the end of the day, so they're going to do whatever to protect the business. He could have gone harder. He could have, he was there when saying, yo, Stephen A, you're, you're pretty much a master at wordplay, at tone, and like, you know exactly what you be doing. Don't try to make it like you're, you're, you're just oblivious to everything and you're just treating this the same way. No, you're not. Your tone, the words you chose, how you're trying to go about looking at Kyrie from this angle, but not Aaron Rodgers with the other angle, because you know Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the same history as a teammate as Kyrie Irving. So now you're going to use that aha as an aha moment. When again, in actuality, that's not the reason why. It's not the biggest reason why. You went at Kyrie the way you did. And just as much as I want people to be honest about, you know, decisions they made and whatever, I want people to be honest about the biases they have. So, and I already told you why, you know, uh, Stephen A. got went so hard on <clears throat> Kyrie. You know, I already told y'all that weeks ago, you know, so. It's gone on long enough. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I wanted to discuss just those clips here, like I said. Um, that's that. That's all I got to say. <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's been another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast with your host, Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, timestamps in the description box below, as well as a bunch of other links as well. Please sign up for my newsletter email list um you can also find other goodies and services or another goodie and service there as well once you sign up um you don't have to sign up but you could just look into something and uh i have a service for the people that i want to you know help out those out there whether it be people i know or just everybody that's my way of giving back um, or at least one of my ways of giving back um, the way that I know how to now. Um, so check that out. Again, check out the other links in the description box below. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Even if you just started celebrating your blackness, I'm not saying it's wrong to celebrate your blackness after 2008. But don't be cringy about it. <laughs> love yourself love everybody else but don't sit here and try to oh this is what it means to be black and if you're not doing these things you're not black you know that's no nah. stay black if you're black stay beautiful black lives matter lgbtqia lives matter Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. And I am out. Peace.